Welcome to another episode of Nipe Story, where Podcasted brings you audio versions of short stories from Kenya and across the continent. I'm your host, Kevin Machiro. And on this episode, we're featuring This Is Not Au Revoir by Zukiso Vana. When I think of you and me, of us, I think of postcards throughout the year from an African city with extreme weather conditions. Maybe Johannesburg. Definitely Johannesburg. Warming up in August and getting hotter towards the end of the year. August, end of, when we first met again after so many years. I was with someone then, unhappily so, as unhappy with him as I am with you now. Soon you were the third person in our relationship with my someone then. Never a third wheel, more the third line in a triangle, giving us solidity and stability. The one we asked when you were around, why didn't you come into our life sooner? Always welcomed by both of us. Everything happens when it's supposed to you would give your stock answer. Now that I've been with you, I know you don't have much original thought. I wonder whether you Googled even that cliched statement. Is it the line from a song or the words of a poem that I do not know? We would both complain to you about the other. Did you learn then how best to hurt me? Or had you had it in you from our uni days? You welcomed me into your home in December. Shall I talk to him? You asked. I shook my head. There was nothing more to be said. When we first met again at the end of August, something in me towards my someone then had already died. Sometimes I think I stayed with him as long as I did because you liked him. And I? I wanted approval of an old friend I had cherished, had lost touch with, and was meeting with again. And when I shook my head, it seemed something had changed between us that night. It seemed as though all the days since we met again, end of August, no, since I'd known you in undergrad at Bits, had been leading us to this. The raging of our bodies matched the high felt storm outside. I think we both came the same second as the lightning bolts that struck the tree in your garden. I know so, because when we looked at each other in wonderment, we were both lost, believing the noise had come from our bodies. It was only later, much later, when your neighbor texted to ask whether you knew that your wall was down, that we realized that though our bodies may have roared inside, the noise was from your lightning-struck tree falling on a wall. There had been no plan on both our parts. But you became my someone then, and my now no one accused you of stealing me from him. Sitting together towards the warmth of our first Valentine's Day, we laughed at him. Patriarch is a mofo, you said. I nodded and added that in this day and age, he could believe a woman is stolen instead of just going. We laughed. I shook my head at my now no one, thinking I had no will of my own. You kissed me as I sat in between your legs while I marveled at your hands. Afterwards, we both proclaimed, I don't believe in Valentine's Day. And yet, when the day came around, although we made sure that we did not wear red, did not say Happy Valentine's Day, did not buy each other gifts, we would spend the day together. It seemed as April approached and Johannesburg started teasing us with cold weather, your ardor for me cooled. Or maybe mine did too. You stayed out later, 
You were too tired to make love. Or I was too tired. Then in July, that horrible winter storm happened. It even brought snow with it. Inside, I felt colder than could be imagined, despite the overpriced feather duvet we had bought and the thermal walls. It started with the criticism as you lay next to me in bed. Oh, were you laying on my lap on the couch? Your hand crept to just below my waistline. And as your thumb and forefinger pinched me, you asked whether I was putting on weight. I did not say stop it. Stop it forthwith. Instead, I said, maybe a little. Then you kissed my stomach as I tried to suck it in and said, it suits you, my stutla ma fesle fesle. This said while you rubbed your own belly and smiled a smile that did not quite reach your eyes. Rich in every way coming from you. Painful too, since you know my history. The black girl who had to take a year off in uni for bulimia. Private school girls trying to be white. I overheard as I was wheeled into the ambulance. But, shrug, you had said my weight suits me and I was no longer in uni. And I was convinced that you were different from that no one. But then in a day or two, you stopped being impressed with my potential stutlaness. You instead started telling me that I seriously needed to lose a little weight. This as you ate a pork chop and pup I had prepared. No spinach, babe. It irritates my teeth, you would say. Besides, I had a salad at work. Pork chop and pup for you? Cabbage soup for me. I printed a diet that I should follow and stuck it on the fridge that July. Just to remind you, you winked. Summer bodies. There are old cassettes of Tybo, and yes, a still-functioning VCR, you told me. Billy Blanks would give me my exercise. If Tybo wasn't my thing, there was free Wi-Fi. I could find a routine on YouTube or download something on my smartphone. The problem with you, Naledi, you said, stroking my chin affectionately, belying the mean words you were about to speak. You always make excuses for staying fat. You said the F word. Ignoring that you were at least 20 kilos heavier than I was. I excused myself, went to the bathroom, stripped, and looked at myself naked. I did not need to suck my stomach in to see my mound of Venus. And yet I did. So I left you as August approached, less than a year before that August end of when we first met. You ignored me for a few weeks. I would leave, then always return, because you started communicating, begging, in poetry. Antonio Jacinto's letter from a contract worker, which you know is my eternal favorite. Last year it was Colega Putuma writing about making love and orgasming in an office. Because you cannot write your own poetry. Okay, maybe that is a little unfair. You've never claimed to be a poet, just a lover of it. But as I sit here now thinking about it, I think there's something that smacks of serious insincerity on your part. Using other people's words to lure me back. You, whose words are, I'm sorry, sometimes followed by a half-hearted, Babe, you know I love you. Never as heartfelt as the poems you sent trying to lure me back. But I used to always melt and always came back for the last three years. Remember when I came to you that December and told you that it had died with my now no one? It has died with you too. And you can join him as now no one. Nope. 
I'm not going to anyone else as I came to you. I need to be with me, to enjoy this me with a world that both of you seem to believe does not exist. So this is not au revoir. This, no one, is goodbye. I know when you read my note, you will laugh as you always do. It is, after all, not the first time I have left you. You'll call one of your friends and say, this Naledi. Short laugh, your face sneering. Her name went to her head, this Naledi. She thinks she is the star. Longer laugh. Cough. And your friend on the other side will likely ask what Naledi has done now. And you will tell your friend, she says she has left. Laugh. She left a note, something about me being a diseased penis head. She gets mixed in her head, my nana, sometimes, you will say. Because a woman cannot be a diseased penis head. This is not Au Revoir was read to you by Amanda Hodgson. Zakui Savannah is the author of four novels, three children's books, a satirical non-fiction and a literary travel memoir. She is the coordinator of the Africa Young Adults Anthology Initiative, a founder and curator of Artistic Encounters, and has recently ventured into publishing with her company, Pai Vapo. All the best with that, Zooks. I also want to thank Amanda Hodgson, a.k.a. Manda, for her narration. She is the co-host of the podcast, The Wildness. The Wildness with Tiff and Manda talks about sex, existence, politics, the everyday, and everything in between. Check them out. That's The Wildness with Tiff and Manda. Nipper Story is available to download wherever you get your podcast from. Hit the follow or like button and even rate us. Follow us here on SoundCloud, on Facebook we are Nipe Story and on Twitter our handle is Nipe underscore story. Nipe Story is a finger piano production. <laughs>